So let's go to John chapter 4, verse 32. And this is something that we have to really process in life. Um, it kind of goes back to when the disciples came back to talk to him. Uh, let me make sure it's for verse 32. Uh, here we go. Uh, let's read verse 27. Just then his disciples came back. They marveled that he was talking with the woman. They marveled because she, they also said, uh, but no one said, what do you seek or what are you talking or why are you talking to her? So they was in their minds thinking like one hand, what you seeking from Jesus? Cause she was the way she was dressed. You ever pulled up on your homeboy talking to a girl and you like, what's going on here? You know, I'll be watching. I'll be watching some of y'all. I'll be cornering my eye. I'm like, oh, what y'all got going on? I ain't gonna look. I'm gonna look at the wall. I don't want nobody to think I'm talking about them. You know what I'm saying? But I'll be saying, I'm like, oh, look what look at the relationships forming. You see what I'm saying? So they looked at Jesus like, all right, what's what's she trying to get from him? You know, you ever seen your friend? She all googly eyed. And like, oh, she like him, right? Or the disciples thought, okay, they shocked that they man's Jesus over here. Like, wait, what is? Why is he talking to a woman? He's not only is he a teacher. But man, what's going on here? Because that was abnormal in that day, right? And so, so the woman left her water jar. So she left the water jar. She's like, man, I don't need to draw water no more because I've actually been, my, my thirst has been quenched. And went away into town and said to the people, come see a man who told me all that I ever did. Who really wants to listen to that? Like, what you mean he told you everything you did, fam? Right? Nobody's going to run to that. Like, man, I don't want nobody. <laughs> you ever been in a prophecy service <laughs> or, or somebody uh, like calling that saying stuff that you did? You'd be like, all right, man, don't look my way, bro. I don't want you looking in my heart. Not saying they have that power. No, some people are into some demonic stuff and they use the form of, they use the title of prophecy as a guise to do sorcery. And so, you know, uh, familiar spirits. Like, so when you're in somebody's prophecy, you got to be very careful because some people, they're not using the Holy Spirit. Like demons, the demons that followed your mom, the demons that followed your auntie, whoever passed away, and they start using that demonic connection, like, and get intel about that. You think they know stuff. They don't know stuff. And most prophecies be generic. Oh, man, when you get older, you're going to be successful. Like, fam, that's generic, bro. <laughs> like, tell me something. And you be crying, like, oh, man, I'm going to be successful. I'm like, man, that's a generic prophecy that got, some, got them prophets. You know what I'm saying? Prophets that profit off of money ain't prophets that you should trust. But anyway, that's a topic for another day. Uh, <clears throat> so come see a man who told me all that I ever did. Can this be the Christ? They went out of town and were coming to him. Say, like, all right, man, we'll come follow you. Now, here we go. Meanwhile, disciples were urging him, saying, Rabbi, eat. Jesus, I know you're tired. We've been walking with you. I already ate my biscuit. I already ate my chicken. We already went to Bojangles, God. And so, but we got your plate here. And we, we know it might be cold, but you got the power to heat it up. So either way, it's yours. All right? And so um, it was urging him, like, Rabbi, eat. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you do not know about. So the disciples said to one another, has anyone brought him something to eat? <laughs> Did Shorty brought him to bring him something to eat? Jesus said to them, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. Do you not say there are yet four months then comes the harvest? Look, I tell you, lift up your eyes and see that the fields are white with harvest. Already the one who reaps is receiving wages and gathering fields uh, and gathering fruit for eternal life so that sower and reaper may rejoice together. For here the saying holds true, one sows, another reaps. I sent you to reap that for which you did not sow or labor for. Others have labored and you have entered their rest. And so what happened was Jesus said, man, I have food you know that I love. What type of food do you think he's talking about? The, the disciples like, man, eat, Jesus, I know you're tired. You ever been in a situation where you were, you were hungry, but you had enough in you to keep going, that determination, that drive, 
that motivation. You like, man, I could eat right now, but I'm motivated right now. Like he, there's something even with me when I'm working on my books, when I'm working on a video, and my wife be like, the food's ready. I'm in the river. Yes, I'm hungry, but I'm feeding off a of purpose right now. All right, and if you live off of just earthly food, you will never be full. All right, you may be full physically, but you're not full spiritually. Like, like there's something about having purpose on your plate. Like some of you all, y'all are so driven by purpose, man, that it wakes you up. Like, man, I don't, I may not like this school, but my purpose, I can navigate through it. And so Jesus was saying, hey, man, yes, I'm hungry, man. Yeah, we walked for four hours, fam, <laughs> on foot. You have for Atlanta's four hours by drive. <laughs> Atlanta's probably 15 days by foot, you know? And so what he was saying was like, man, yes, I'm hungry. But I have food to eat that you do not know about. What was Jesus' food? What did he feed off every day? The word, yep. And what else? His purpose. And that's why purpose is important for y'all. Because a lot of you all, and I'm saying this generally, culture-wise, not necessarily the 20-some people in this room, is that we're eating the wrong stuff and we're starving from the right stuff. We're eating wrong. We're, we're eating a career that won't fulfill us, right? That's why, the, why I say this quote all the time. We were created for fulfillment, not retirement. What's retirement? What's the difference between retirement and fulfillment? What's the big difference between retired and fulfilled? Say it again, Sweat. Say it one more time. Exactly. So now I'm retired because I'm tired from my work. But can you really be tired from your life's work? Like if I was a nurse or a doctor in 60, in about 40 years, I'll be tired. I'm done being a doctor. But I'll never be done speaking. I can do this till I'm 90 and still be vibrant. What happened to PG, man? He said when Miss Gould was like, yo, he can't preach no more. He said, I'm out. I can't. You mean to tell me I got into a place where I can't do my purpose anymore? The strongest of strong men going to be like, I'm out. PG out. Mamba out. We're, I'm done. Because if I can't do what I'm here to do, like, man, if, I tell you right now, I told my wife, if, if I ever go mute and lose my fingers, my days are numbered. If I can no longer talk anymore or type anymore and can't communicate, you, it's going, you're going to be coming visit your uncle. You're be like, dang, I'm bad, bro. Ain't F you, man. Any day now, I'm up out of here. I can't even talk. I'm over here you know talking about. I'm, but if I lose my members of purpose, what's the purpose? But imagine you at this age not knowing your purpose. So that means you're eating off of purpose plates that ain't even the plate of your purpose. Like, people are feeding off of basketball, feeding off of football, feeding off of careers. But God has called you and said, the food's ready. <laughs> Boy, ain't nothing. When I was y'all's age, I ain't even, mom ain't even had to say nothing. When I heard the plates being set, <laughs> when I heard the forks hit the table, <laughs> time to eat. You ain't got to call me. I heard the plates calling me. <laughs> I heard, heard the plate hit the table. Heard the fork, I heard the spoon and the macaroni and cheese. I'm upstairs and I can, I can hear the, the, the spoon and the macaroni and cheese figuratively. I'm like, oh, she in there. You know what I'm saying? Because what's a waste of time? You, you remember when you were a kid, you keep running downstairs, the food ready? And your mom like, 15 minutes, baby. 30 minutes, baby. And you just mad because you're hungry. You're like, man, 30 minutes. But the second you hear that, 
you know that mama sound when food ready. Everybody got a mama sound or a daddy sound when food ready. We know what it means. <clears throat> and you just run downstairs. That's your calling. Calling is time to eat. God is saying, man, I've been calling you to come eat for real, for real. But you eating off of snacks in your drawer. And so what he's saying is he's like, man, I'm calling you to a place of purpose where you feel fulfilled. Bro, I only had three hours of sleep, but I'm eating off a of purpose. This is my purpose. There's no if, if I was working at some random job, I would not be this hype. <laughs> it ain't my purpose. If I was just at a gas station or at the YMCA or if I was just working some regular engineering job, I, my head would be on the desk sleep. But because this is my purpose, I can pull from something that I can't physically have. When you love something, you can pull. Like, like right now, if one of my homeboys, if I would, like, when, let's say Martin Luther King's birthday, or uh, I'm out of school, and I'm laying in the bed tired, and one of my homeboys said, yo, they hooping, hooping. What you mean they hooping, hooping, fam? You talking about hooping, hooping? Or hooping, hooping, hooping. Like, who all there? Yo, you know that dude that was talking junk to you. You gave him 40, he gave you 38. He here. <laughs> such and such is here. Such and such, such is here. No matter how tired I am. All right, bet. Hold on. <laughs> I'm out the door. The only reason why I ain't hoop with y'all during Christmas break is I had to count the calls. <laughs> I'm 45 minutes away from the gym. <laughs> and I'm 37 years old. I was like, man, y'all, I call, call. I don't know who I call. I was like, Coach Mel, who there? Like, if, if they hooping, hooping, I'm there. But if they ain't hooping, hooping, and it's just going to be me just passing the ball around, that's not worth it for them. But if Coach Mel was like, yo, we hooping. <laughs> Bro, I'll take the 45 minutes right now for you coming. I swear, we hooping. What I'm saying is, you can be tired all day, but if, if you know hoop, the hoop session is the hoop session of sessions, You'll find energy. But the moment you be like, oh, Tony there? Little Tony want to be bog and jacking up shots? No, he to work. I hate when those players play because they always hit game winners. The sorriest guy always being game winner. Then he's confident for the next hoop session. I'm like, bro, no. <laughs> that was like off the top of the backboard, bounced off the ground, jumped back in the hoop. Lucky shot, bro. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is when it's something that is of purpose, you find the food. Right. But when you're that's why you're aggravated with your parents, when your parents be like, but you could be a great lawyer, like, but that that doesn't feed me. Oh, you'll be a great doctor, but that that may feed my family, but it won't feed me. You never want to get a job that just feeds your family, but don't feed you. Like It has to be something that says, because if you if it ain't making you hungry, if it ain't no food, you won't you won't fool with it. And he says, so Jesus said. Uh, I have food to eat that you do not know about, like like my calling. Like like I can do this forever because it's it's fulfilling, right? That's why I want you guys to think about a career, like a career. Your calling, your career may be within your calling, but don't pursue a career because people because of your peers. Don't pursue a career because of what people have to say. You gotta say what is my calling. People always say, uh, who, are, who are creatives? Who are like artsy people? Who like to draw? Who like to play video games? Like who, um, what, is that art? Yeah, that's art too. Who likes to do certain things that's just like make music, rap, whatever, that most parents would be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> what are some of the things that most people, you'll have to say your particular thing. What are some of the things that people do that people be like, well, there ain't no money in that? 
YouTube. People, when you, bro, you can make more money on YouTube than you can make in a doctor's office. Like, there's more multi-millionaire YouTubers than there are multi-millionaire doctors. Why? Doctors, uh, college bills are in the hundreds of thousands. They make 200000 but you just got to pay back 100000 And you only make that a year. There's 12-year-old kids. What was that kid? That, uh, that little toy kid? Made, makes, oh, that little Asian kid? Yeah. <laughs> that, that he has all the toys? Yeah. Oh, he makes like $3 million. Oh, yeah, he's a multimillionaire. Mr. Beast got offered a bill and turned it down. Like, like, so people who say there ain't no money in YouTube, you got to look at them and be like, but you watch YouTube and you see ads. You know what I'm saying? Let me show you the money behind it, right? Other people may say, well, uh, I'm a writer. I had kids come up to me and they was like, Mr. Ezzy, I told my mama I want to be a writer. I told my dad I want to be a writer. And it was like, there's no money in that. Go have a fallback plan. We saw the video yesterday. Fall back on what? Like, with purpose, there's no fallback plan. I don't have a plan B, y'all. I don't, I don't have no degree. <laughs> I have no college degree. I have no fallback plan. Why? Because I got my purpose. My purpose is what funds me. Right? So if college degree tickets is your, your ticket to, to financial freedom, then all your parents, all the people who got college degrees would be rich. Purpose is what makes you profitable. Purpose is what makes you in your potential. The Bible says your gift makes room for you, not your degrees. Right? And so when you think of, I'm not saying don't get a degree. If that's part of your career path, like if you like, I'm not going to go to no doctor who don't have no degrees <laughs> and on fam. Let me see your number. Let me see your letters. Let me see. Let me see your Yelp. <laughs> now, Waffle House back in my day when I used to eat Waffle House, if it was a 91, I would still eat there. Sensation score. 91. I would still eat there. My wife, uh, um, she anything below a 96, she ain't eating. And I'd be in my feelings. I'm like, man, babe, it's a 95. No, nah, I'm not eating. There. It's a 95. What's one point off? <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that I can go to Waffle House, you got 91, and I'll eat there. Reason why I like Waffle House been, uh, back in my day was I can at least see the cook. It may be dirty, but I see the cook. I don't know how dirty your kitchen if I can't see. What I'm trying to say is I won't go to a doctor with a 91 or sanitation score. <laughs> I wouldn't go to a hospital with a 91 sanitation score because I'm like, bro, one dirty thing on a nail can cause me to be dead. Right? So... Purpose has a way of feeding you forever. Uh, he says, so I have food to eat that you do not know about. To, so the disciples said to one another, has anyone brought him something to eat? They obviously, you ever been around a person that speaks poetically? Like, man, make it make sense. What are you saying, bro? Nah, man, the skies is not always blue. Not as blue as you. And you be like, fam, what you saying? Right? Anyway, let's keep going. Because I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm asleep or awake. <laughs> let's keep going. And he says, my food is to do the will of him who sent me. Who sent you? You can't trust where your parents send you. What I mean by that, what I mean by you can't trust where everyone sends you. I, I, you should go to this school. There's going to be some conflict in conversations with, your, with some people in your family, with your peers. When you say, you know what, mom, I'm going to go do this. You may have to have a conflict in the conversation <clears throat> because God sent you. And Jesus says, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish whose work? His or someone else's work? Let me tell you something. I'm going to keep it really a band with you, if y'all still say that terminology. Is this. 
When you stand before God, your mama ain't going to be in the room. Your daddy ain't going to be in the room and be like, oh, my bad, OG. I ain't mean to tell him to be a doctor when he, but OG. I, you got to stand before God yourself and be held like, that's why I write books. That's why I do everything I'm supposed to do my, to the best of my ability for God because I do not want to stand before God and God be like, really, bro? You, you went your own way? You didn't go my way. We're all individually. Imagine who's the scariest, your dad or your mom's, whoever, whoever spanks you the hardest, right? You don't want to be in that room with him when you got in trouble. You bring a report card home and you know, and you see the belt over his shoulder like he's a wrestler. And you know what I'm saying? You think you already know. You know what I'm saying? You're like, all right, man, it's going down. There's someone greater in fear that I'm going to have to appear in front of. And he's going to be like, and he's going to ask questions like Jesus asked questions. He's going to be like, so what did you do down there? <laughs> Jesus ain't going to be like, all right, man, check, 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 go to hell, bro. <laughs> he's going to be like, so what you do down there? How was it? He, he probably he probably so petty. He probably I don't, Jesus ain't petty. My bad, Lord. He probably be like, uh, so how was it being with her, man? She was cool, huh? <laughs> Wrong one, though. Oh, man, y'all traveled the world with your man, he swear. But he was the wrong one. Oh, man, you made a lot of money, bro. You What? I got your stats right. You averaged 40 points. Dang, bro, you was doing Luca numbers down there. But that ain't what I called you to. Oh, man, you, you had the greatest rushing yards in the career. Oh, you was top 25. You in the top 75. You, you the Pro Bowl. But ain't what I called you for. Now, let's get to the real deal. This is what I called you for. And you ain't do none of that. So what do I get for my kingdom for what I... See, God is not just a transformational God. He's a transactional God. Now, when I, hear, when I say transactional, don't mean I got to do good to get good. What he's saying is, I sent you here for a specific purpose. For me to get a specific return. Jesus said, the harvest is right, but the labors are few, the scripture says. And what he's saying is like, you got to take life seriously. Now, of course, if I had three lives, of course, I'm going to waste one and a half of them. But I only got one life. And I got to face the one God who's going to say, did you do what I called you to do? We, got, we all going to stay in here. Y'all stay in here for the rest of the time. They're testing upstairs. And so, yeah, yeah but I don't know who's coming down to watch y'all. I'm not watching. I got a class next. I know. I don't care. I, I wish I could, but that's, that's above my. Yeah. So last point is this. Do you know what your purpose is? Because one day you're going to stand before God to be held accountable to what you did down here. Everybody's good? Yes, well. Say a good question. Say it real quick. It's a good question. Say it one more time, swear. He wouldn't, like, your, your gifts naturally. Real quick, real quick. We got a good question. Y'all might, might need this. She said her question is this. Will God abundantly bless somebody outside their purpose? He wouldn't because it's almost like God, why would God invest in something that is not going to return a best to him, right? Say it again. Say it once. I can't hear it. Say it one more time. Because you're gifted, right? So for someone like... Uh, Let's say someone who's very, pick a, pick a field, sports or basketball. Someone play basketball and they're highly successful. But that's not what they were supposed to do. Like, 
anybody, a lot of people can jump high. Anybody can go in a gym and practice skill and become good. But that wasn't where they were supposed to be. Like, my game is decent. If I was 6'9", 6'10", I probably would have been somewhere. But, that, but imagine me going there and not being a preacher. There's a lot of people who are going to be billionaires that's going to be bankrupt in heaven. So your gift makes room for you. So if, it, like, you see secular gifts, their gifts make room for them. So it's like, just like the Bible says, it rains on the just as well as the unjust. That means principles are principles. Like, rich people give. Giving is a principle. It's not a Christian thing. Giving is a principle thing. So when I give, I get back. So if I work God principles outside of God, I can still have God's success, but won't have eternal success. So a principle of going to the gym every day, working hard, being a good basketball player, you can be that because you, you worked hard. But if you worked hard to get somewhere that I ain't even get you there, you're not really successful in eternity. So there's going to be a lot of people that when you get to heaven and you're going to be like, where's my pastor? Where's that preacher? Where's that person? They're not up here. They did a lot of great things, but their heart wasn't right. Had a lot of there's a bunch of people. You're going to be like, man, it's, it's Kobe. We don't even know if Kobe's up there. What if we get to heaven and Kobe's like not there? Like we can assume people in heaven, but we don't know. And there's people that we'll look at and be like, oh, we know he going to hell. And that person in the front row of heaven. Did I answer your question? So your gift can make you a lot of money, but you'll be bankrupt in heaven. Yeah. You're welcome. Yes, we are. Of course.